Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program, officially on the clock now. I remember being in journalism school as a uh, as a youngster at the University of Colorado, and I remember the uh, the professor walking in on day number one. It was my junior year, finally got accepted into the into the journalism and mass communication school. And we're hunkering down, getting into the nitty gritty of the major. And what is news? News she put up on the chalkboard. And, to, you know, everybody had a, an idea about news, what it is, how it is, et cetera, et cetera. Is news only information from the media that they agree with? Or is it also the stuff that we call the truth? Because if you believe in the truth, if you believe that news should be about truth and not about a narrative, not about one side versus another, if you believe that, that's not ever what you're getting anymore. And it makes me sick. There was some pretty blistering testimony given yesterday before the House Oversight Committee. And the guy who's talking is Tom Homan. He's the former ICE director under Trump. Immigration's custom enforcement, right? I Google his name this morning because I listened to the testimony. I listened to what he said. Of course, I listened on C-SPAN because God forbid we should talk about this anywhere. So I Google it this morning. It was a pretty big, pretty big commentary from him. And we got the sound bites for you. Do you know that there is not one single article that comes up on Google? The first four items that come up in my search when I put in Tom Homan, testifies House Oversight. Four things, all from Congress, all from the House of Representatives, all from the the GOP about his testimony. Crickets, nothing from CNN, nothing from Fox that I can see, zero. Okay, maybe I'm not searching right. It is still news if a guy who's going to stand up and say, this Biden administration has done more to destroy something that we had tighter and running more smoothly more efficiently, more 
economically under Donald Trump and in just three short years. It is an absolute freaking free-for-all. That's news. And you deserve to hear that news. And you will on this program, not anywhere else, apparently. So let's talk about Tom Homan. You don't need to know enough about this guy. You'll, you'll imagine him in your mind if you hear him, if you're watching on Newsmax or on our live video stream. You will see his face. Listen to his voice. You can hear in his voice how he wants to jump over the table and choke someone. I'm going to go with Alejandro Mayorkas. Maybe Barack Obama, maybe Joe Biden. But he does, you can tell. He is so disgusted by the surrender of American sovereignty on purpose at the border. In audio soundbite number one, this is just his five minutes. You know everybody gets their five minutes? You deserve to hear every second of it broken up. It's that good. In audio soundbite number one, he talks about who he is, what he's done, who he's worked with. And then he drops the ultimate truth, which is why this is not being reported on in the news. That what this administration is doing at the border is absolutely purposeful. Audio soundbite number one, Tom Homan, former ICE director under President Trump. Go. I started my career in, in immigration enforcement in 1984 as a Border Patrol agent. I've worked for six presidents up to Donald Trump. Every president I've ever worked for took some steps to secure the border because they understood you can't have national, strong national security if we don't have border security. But President Biden is the first president in the history of this nation that I know of who came in office and unsecured a border on purpose. And, 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 and even President Obama gave me the presidential rank award, highest award available. Because what was I doing at the time? I was, I was locating and deporting people in the country illegally. So we went for the most secure border of my lifetime. And it's not my, just my opinion. I've done this for 34 years. Anybody can go to cbp.gov look at the data. We handed this administration the most secure border in my lifetime. And, and, and within months, we went from the most secure border to historic illegal immigration, numbers we've never seen before. And it's not because it's seasonal. It's not because of climate change. It's not because of Trump. This is by design. His voice is quivering. He is that disgusted and angry. And in a matter of a minute now, he eviscerates the argument on the left that these are people who are coming in, they're seeking asylum. They're fleeing persecution. They need help. And he says, bullcrap. That's not even close to what's going on. Stop lying. Audio soundbite number two. We, we already heard about some of these, some, some of these people are coming because economic reason or natural disasters. The, the, the bottom line is when you claim asylum, you must be escaping fear and persecution from your home government because your race, religion, and political affiliation or, or membership in a particular social group. That is not the fact. If you look at immigration court data over the last 10 years, you'll see that nearly 9 out of 10 people who claim asylum at the border never get relief from U.S. courts that simply don't qualify. But they're coming and staying because of Biden's promises. I, I wrote an op-ed six months before the election. I said, if President Biden becomes president, we'll lose the border. Based on the promises he was making during the campaign. And, and he's kept those promises. He has. Those are Obama's. Right? We're going to sign on to the Global Compact on Migration, open borders, come on in. We're going to say things that are going on are inhumane under Donald Trump. And oh my gosh, we've been trying to work with Congress and the GOP. They're just so political. They just want to play games. You're going to hear that again. Dan Goldman's going to drop that off on you. 
So he said, look, under Donald Trump, nine out of 10 asylum claims were turned away. People did not gain entrance. They did not meet those requirements. But now it's exactly the opposite. Why are we doing the catch and release? Oh, you've crossed our border illegally. Oh, look, we've caught you. Oh, now we're taking you somewhere else and you're released. You make sure you get in touch with us when you have to appear in court. Audio soundbite number three. Right now, we have record numbers of, of illegal aliens coming across the border. Catch and release is, is rampant. Right now, Secretary Mayorkas already, already said 85% of everybody coming to the border is being released in the country. They're not being detained. And why aren't they being detained? Because of two reasons. Number one, because he knows, like I do, that vast majority of these people will be ordered removed five, six, seven years down the road, maybe 10. He also knows that Homeland Security Life Cycle Report says if you get an order removal and you're in an ice bed, you get removed 99% of the time. But if you're not in detention, your chances of being removed are slim. If your family unit, it's about 6%. That's why they're releasing them. Thousands of empty ice beds sitting there right now, already paid for by the taxpayer, they'd rather release them because they know the vast majority will lose their case and it'll be ordered removed. But if they're not in detention, they won't be removed. But Mr. Holman, it's all about these legal pathways, parole and all of this stuff. Come on, I'm sure these people are being vetted at the border. Audio soundbite four. So this administration comes up with what they call lawful pathways, which I think are illegal, and I think they'll lose when the decision of the courts come out. The CBP-1 app, 95.8% are approved. Where is the case-by-case analysis that is supposed to be done for people for, for a parole? It's not being done. It's a shell game. They move people, they move thousands to the port of entry so they can claim less illegal entries between the port of entries, but it's failed. Because November, December, we saw record amounts of crossings on the border, over 300,000 just in December. And people who say that the border is not in crisis, I tell you this. In 2020, the total encounters on the southwest border is 646,000. This year, 3.2 million. Five times what we saw during last year of Trump administration. Court orders, court, court orders are years out, but this administration is counting on it. You overflow the system. It will push these court dates back seven, eight years. And what's going to happen? Mark my word. When they finally get order removal seven years down the road, they don't have a USC child. They'll have two USC children. They'll get phone calls from, you know, the director of ICE will get phone calls from the Hill saying, why'd you remove that person with two USC kids? Well, you didn't have two USC kids when you entered the country legally. Hmm. So now that he has two USC kids, he's immune from the law. The court order means nothing. So here's what I'm looking for. If, if for people who demand these people have a right to claim asylum, they have a right to due process, I agree. But due process doesn't mean anything if the final decision of the courts is not executed Boom. and people aren't removed. Boom. So if it takes five or six years, they still must be removed or the system means nothing. Gum up the system, bog it down, overload all of the welfare programs, crash the hospitals, invade the schools, kick people out of their areas and replace them with others. Create madness and mayhem and chaos and wrap it in a bow of this is what humanity is. It's good to do this. But wait. He drops a blistering truth bomb about those claims that Donald Trump's treatment of people was inhumane. Oh boy, that's worth waiting for. And that's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. 
Welcome back, my friends. I want to wrap up the former Immigration and Customs Enforcement Director under Donald Trump, who'd served for 34 years in this immigration capacity for the U.S. government, Tom Homan. And this is just a is a blistering knockout to to the Democrat argument that Donald Trump is the one who created an inhumane system that that they inherited as the Democrats. That Joe Biden inherited this broken system that needed this crazy overhaul. Tom Homan, in a very measured way, eviscerates that lie thusly. Go. I've been attacked numerous times because I worked with President Trump. They said our policy is inhumane. I've been called a racist and a bigot by members of, 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 of Congress. Well, let's get one thing straight. Under President Trump, illegal immigration went to a 40, 45-year low, 83% decline in illegal immigration. There's been several studies saying 31% of women that make that journey through cartels get sexually assaulted. So let me ask you a question. I'll make a point. When 83% less people are coming, how many migrants didn't die crossing the border when 83% less were coming? How many people didn't die? How many people off the terror screening database didn't try to come to the country? Because Border Patrol's 100% vigilant on the line and now overwhelmed. How many women and children didn't get sex trafficked into the United States? Forced into sex slavery, forced labor, debt bondage. How many billions did the criminal cartels not make? Under President Biden, where they call this humane, over 1,700 migrants have died on U.S. soil. Historic record. Not counting the Darien Gap in Mexico and Central America. 112,000 Americans dying from fentanyl. Historical increase in sex trafficking, forced labor, and debt bondage. Almost 100,000 missing kids that were released by ORR. 440,000 unaccompanied children entered the country through the service of the cartels. Someone needs to explain to me how that's humane, any of this stuff. And a record number of people off the terrorist watch list being arrested. 1.9 million gotaways. That statement alone should convince anybody on either side, 1.9 million gotaways, the border is not secure. It's ridiculous to claim so. All right, I'm going to drop my mic here, right? He just absolutely... <laughs> Done. But thank goodness the Democrats have lackey Dan Goldman, right? Still chipping away at the narrative of suck that it's the GOP's fault. It's Republicans. They're the problem. Listen to this goofball yet again lie to you. This cat is a danger to democracy. Go. But we've seen this all year, Chris. They've been uh, blasting the Biden administration, Secretary Mayorkas, who they're trying to impeach right now in the Homeland Security Committee, on which I sit, uh, for not doing anything at the border. But what is not known is that the administration and Secretary Mayorkas have actually implemented a lot of policy changes to address the issues at the border. And you know what the Republicans have done? They have filed lawsuits to stop the administration from trying to solve the problem. So while Secretary Mayorkas and the White House are negotiating with a bipartisan group of senators to actually solve the problems at the border, House Republicans are over here trying to impeach Secretary Mayorkas for not trying to solve the problems at the border. And they are making it very, very clear that they will accept nothing but the most draconian extremist policies because they view it as a political cudgel and they would rather have it as an election issue than actually solve the problems that we are facing. And there is no question that is what is going on. No question that you suck, Dan Goldman. 
You're a shameful representative. You lie for a living and I find you reprehensible. Is that clear enough? Corinne Jean-Pierre got skewered yesterday by the media. Remember how they said the Texas authorities kicking out the Border Patrol, securing that 46-acre park? There was the story that was bullcrap, that they prevented Border Patrol agents from coming in and saving drowning migrants. It was all debunked. Listen to the give and go. Listen to the excuse by Corinne Jean-Pierre. Another danger to our democracy. Listen. Um, if you're saying that, you know... The- the White House, the president doesn't want to, you know, insult the American people. Will the administration then amend its separate statement um, that implied that Texas officials were responsible for the deaths of three migrants um, when, in fact, they had nothing to do with it? They had already been dead for an hour by the time Mexico told uh, anyone in the U.S. about it. And the administration admitted as much in their court filing. They, they acknowledged that in their court filing, but the statement from the White House implies that Texas was responsible, and a number of outlets were forced to issue corrections and editor's notes because of that White House statement. So will the White House amend that statement? So let's be sensitive here. Three people died. Three migrants died. Two children and a woman. That was devastating. Devastating situation, heartbreaking situation. So let's be really mindful of what we're talking about mindful. here. I want to take a step back and uh, and um, just as you're talking about our statement, uh, look, as I as I mentioned, a woman and two children died. They drowned. <sighs> and we lied about Pass, it. Which is, as I said, devastating. And that Texas officials blocked Border Patrol from access, accessing the area. <gasps> That's what was happening. She just time. did it again. She just doubled down on the freaking lie again. It has been proven, Corrine, that that was untrue. Those people died before Border Patrol agents even knew about it. This is what is dangerous in a democracy, if that's what it is. It's a constitutional republic, but you know what I mean. A mouthpiece for the administration that has no shame looking you in the eye and lying to your face. Don't go anywhere. Coming up on the Wendy Bell Radio Network, we're going to continue with Corrine Jean-Pierre as the entire White House, I believe, is a danger to our democracy. We'll go there next. I don't think I'm the only one who is disgusted by the overt propaganda of Corrine Jean-Pierre. To to lie about Greg Abbott and the Texas military that is moved in and pushed out the Border Patrol agents who've been cutting the razor wire fencing to allow more areas in between checkpoints, as Tom Homan has just told us, so that people can stream into this country. The whole system is ridiculous. And Corrine Jean-Pierre just doubled down on the lie that because Customs and Border Patrol agents were not allowed to access the site, three people, a woman and two children. And look, any, anybody who loses their life in any of this stuff is tragic. It's all preventable. It's all caused by this administration. Corrine Jean-Pierre has no shame. It takes a special kind of suck to be able to deliver that dependably every single day to lie every time you open your mouth to have that be your spokesperson speaks volumes about Barack Obama as the puppeteer behind the scenes. We all know it's not Joe Biden. Dude's been out to lunch for years, whatever, right? 
But she goes on. There is another narrative that has make it, made its rounds. And it's very dangerous. So back in March or April of 2023, House Republicans got together on something called the Limit Save Grow Act. And it was to address this ballooning debt ceiling to come to an understanding of of holding spending at 2022 levels because this runaway train is not sustainable, right? And to pull back on this ridiculous student loan forgiveness nonsense and to, I don't know, here's a, here's a, a novel thought. Of the hundreds of billions of dollars out there in unspent CARES Act revenues, this particular Limit Save Grow Act that House Republicans passed was going to bring that money back. If you haven't spent it, we want it back. Logical stuff. It's called tightening the belt of Congress. Amazing idea. Well, there's been a lie spread by Karine Jean-Pierre in the White House that this act also restricts or fires, eliminates something like 2,000 Border Patrol agents. That's what her narrative is. That this act... The House Republicans are trying to make the border more chaotic. They, they don't care about lying to your face. All right. So we have we've kind of a give and go here. We have a reporter calling uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre out on this. All right. Calling her out on her blatant propaganda lie. Then it is a crazy random act of journalism in, involving the Washington Post calling out the Biden administration for lying about this very topic. Let's begin with the audio soundbite. Who the reporter is, irrelevant. Listen to the question. Listen to Corrine Jean-Pierre's total lie answer. Go. Thank you, Corrine. Um, why are you repeating this false claim that Republicans voted to reduce the number of Border Patrol agents, even though the Washington Post gave the administration three Pinocchios for that? So we don't believe it's a false claim. Uh, <laughs> our statements were very direct here. Uh, last year, House GOP voted, uh, voted, and not only did they vote, for it, but they touted. They touted their Limit Save Grow Act. That's the act. Well, let me. And they they, vowed that it would never affect Border Patrol. They they voted for and touted it, right? This is an act. And this would have forced the elimination of 2,000 Border Patrol agents. That's what this act that they touted, that they voted for uh, in the House. Uh, So that was their proposal. And, and that was so what they, they clearly, voted for back in, in May. So where is the response? And maybe I would get bounced from the press pool. I've been a journalist for 30 years. I can interview. I would say, why do you continue to lie to the American people, Corrine? Now, see, I know what would happen because she's spiteful, vengeful, and that's the whole system. I would be Simon Ataba from Africa News Now, right? He got bounced. You're not allowed to ask questions. I choose from my people who I like, Corrine Jean-Pierre says. Freedom of the press, my you-know-what. So here's the Washington Post truth-telling article, which is so weird. Why would they tell the truth about this? Headline, White House spins GOP cuts of 2,000 Border Patrol agents. Now, you could say that in many, many different ways. You could say spin or you can say lies repeatedly. But what else would we expect? Because everything that we've been told up until this point has been a lie. Ask yourself, what was the last thing that these people told you that was true? 
It's like Waldo. Where is he? Where's the truth? Doesn't exist. Here's your article. These are some quotes that the article begins with that were uttered by different members of the White House communications team. This said on January 10th by Deputy White House Press Secretary Andrew Bates. House Republicans took numerous votes that would have damaged economic growth. It's called reeling in spending. Damaged economic growth and harmed our national security, like attempting to eliminate over 2,000 Border Patrol agents. There it is. Spewed. How about this? By Corinne Jean-Pierre, also on January 10th. House Republicans continue to, quote, do political stunts. They get in the way. They voted in May to eliminate 2,000 Border Patrol agents. That's what they're doing. Lie repeated. How about this? Bates again. After voting in 2023 to eliminate over 2,000 Border Patrol agents and erode our capacity to seize fentanyl earlier in 2023, House Republicans left Washington in mid-December. Can you imagine if they would spin less and care ever what could be going on here? We, we could have what Argentina's new president said at Davos yesterday. We could actually have government out of our way. The unfettered beauty and economic benefit of capitalism. But no, that's not what you're going to get. So this is the article, and you got to hear at least the first several minutes of it. Washington Post, right? When House Speaker Mike Johnson led lawmakers on a trip to the southern border earlier this month, the White House responded with blistering statements about how House Republicans had sought to eliminate 2,000 Border Patrol agents. This figure has been repeated in a relentless drumbeat whenever the Biden administration is challenged about the surge of migrants seeking to enter the United States. You see the play. When they come at you, here's what you say. This is in Corrine Jean-Pierre's binder. But there's a big problem with this number, the Washington Post goes on to say. It's not based on an actual vote on the Homeland Security budget. Instead, it's a White House estimate on the impact of a bill that the House passed in 2023 as an opening bid in these budget talks with the Biden administration. Hey, we don't want to spend endlessly. My kids and grandkids are already bankrupted by this. You've got to stop, right? We've got to rein in out-of-control spending. This is our bid in negotiating in good faith with you. Your response is to lie about what's in our measure. When it came to an actual vote for border security, the House in September passed an appropriations bill that funded, it funded, didn't take away, it funded an additional 1,795 border agents. That was four times the increase that President Biden had requested in his own 2024 budget proposal. It's not his, it's Obama's. Do you know how many Border Patrol agents they wanted? This was in Joe Biden's proposal back. 350. They want 350 Border Patrol agents to fix what's going on at the border. Of course not. They don't want it fixed. They want it open. And this is continuing. As we noted last year when we examined similar White House claims that House Republicans cut spending for veterans, the specific numbers used by the White House give an illusion of accuracy to made-up math. 
I would like just once the headline to reflect the details of truth. The White House is lying to you at every single friggin' step. This is why, friends, that you're seeing Democrats in Pennsylvania in a margin more than two to one, changing from Democrat to Republican. More than 60,000 Pennsylvanians in my state of liberal suck. 60 plus thousand Democrats last year became Republicans. And the numbers are growing. And then this is refreshing and you need to hear this. And the Washington Post for one minute deserves a, a modicum of, hey, you remembered how to do your job says here the facts the limit save grow act of 2023 the original house bill to raise the debt limit was an amalgam of specific cuts and vague aspirations to reduce one and a half trillion in spending however house gop leaders crafted the bill that way because specifics on which programs would be targeted for cuts would have probably translated into fewer votes potentially making it impossible to win approval for the bill okay Ordinarily, a congressional budget resolution, which this was not, would indicate the dollar amounts to be spent in 19 spending categories known as budget functions. This gave vague but broad. We could save $80 billion by rescinding the government's BS offer to college loan payers. We're going to we're going to give that back. But it goes on and says, over the next 10 years, we would save approximately one and a half trillion dollars, which the Washington Post, in its analysis, agreed with. So we're dancing on a line at the Washington Post, facing a hundred million dollars in losses last year alone. That one newspaper, a hundred million dollars. Houston, that's not sustainable unless Jeff Bezos is the owner. Thank goodness he is. Do you believe that maybe there is a slight awakening among the media to begin to fact check the lies that are clearly, clearly, demonstrably proven to be false? I don't know. We can be hopeful. I'm not holding my breath, though, because this is how these dirt bags operate as the propagandists. The propaganda wing of the Democrat Party, your mainstream media. Stop lying, Corrine. Stop lying, Dan Goldman. Stop lying, Quentin Folks. Stop lying, one and all. Because, God, we are so freaking tired of it. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friend, we got to listen to Argentina's new president as he drops these truth bombs at Davos. It's called Delicious, and it's next. You know, it's interesting to hear voices out there as we hear Argentina, as they make moves to to go back to the right, to do what is right. Isn't That's got to just tick off the left, too, that we are the right... And what we do, by and large, is it is right. It is right and just. It is humane. It is compassionate. It is faith-based. It is family-focused. It is America first or Argentina first. See, people who are conservative, 
are so dangerous to people who are not. Because we are steadfast and steely in our resolve. If you love God and you go to church and it's part of your life and faith is some, it's baked into who you are, you're not going to be browbeaten by some wacko with blue hair, 17, you know, piercings, and, and who lives with cats telling you what you should do. And by the way, if you get upset that I say cats, if you live with a house, if you live in a house that's overrun with cats, I don't want to hear about it. If you have a cat as a pet, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about wackies. And they're out there. They do not like our conservative values. I enjoy saying I am right wing. I am not far right. Because the progressives have pulled the scale so far to the left. I guess I could be consider center right. Who's Javier Molay as the president of Argentina? What would he be considered? I bet a moderate right too. This isn't wacky. These aren't like wild, weird, fringe policies. They're tested and true. They've been tried. We know what works. And so does the left, which is why they're trying to dismantle everything. So yesterday in Davos, Millet has this 23-minute presentation. And I'm sure the elitist snob smug schmucks who were there like, oh, I need to go get my scones. I'm sure they were in the audience going, what? What is he saying? This is crazy. He dropped some truth bombs. Got two of them for you. And it's this opening line, literally out of the gate. Thanks for having me. Blah. The truth bomb number one. Go. Today, I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Boom. 100%. All he's saying to these globalist alleged, you know, I say maledged, because if you say maledged, it's somebody telling you something that they know is BS, that they know you know is BS, but you're all kind of pretending like it's not. This maledged do-goodery. Oh, there's so much suffering on the planet. We've got to swoop in and save the day. No, see, we want you all, you globalists, to get the heck out. We don't like you. We didn't vote for you. We don't care about you. We can take care of our neighbors. We know what to do. And it doesn't involve you. So beat it. This whole change that threatens the Western world leads to poverty and it leads to hunger and it leads to socialism, communism, Marxism, suck, right? It's not debatable. Look around the world. That's where they want to drag you, right? Now, he says something else, though, which I love. These people who allegedly have been elected leaders, of course, who are there, who want to change everything. This new liberal world order, it's going to be fabulous. You're going to own nothing. We're going to take your car. We're going to control your thermostat. If you're lucky enough to have heat right now, which the D.C. Gulag doesn't, and it's 55 degrees inside, January 6th prisoners, hostages, freezing cold. Great work, government. These people who are supposed to take care of you are doing everything they can to do the opposite. And you know it. Audio soundbite two. 
Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We're here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that are the citizens of the world rather they are the root cause boom could not have said anything more true now i want you to listen to something our friend peter emanuelson who goes by the handle peter sweden he's from sweden he sat down where was talking to a dutch farmer if you don't think everybody out there in realville is paying attention to what's really going on listen to this man a dutch farmer telling the exact same truth that you just heard go because Klaus Schwab telling people to eat insects, but he also say at the end you will own nothing and still be happy. But Mr. Klaus Schwab will own everything. So the story, he will never eat the insects. He will force the poor people to eat insects and fake foods and produce hyper, uh, hyper produced foods, you know, with a lot of um, chemicals inside and or, yeah. and they force the the the, the po yeah poverty of, upon people will, will, will bring them to the fact that they have to buy this kind of food because they can't afford the rest and uh, by by breaking down family farms in the Netherlands food security will be uh, at high stakes so it is like uh, communism where they take from the they take from the poor people and only the rich people, the elite, they, they are the ones with all the power Well, actually, and control, it's, very, yeah. it's very painful to say, but the free and democratic country known all over the world that we have very free laws and very free people that travel yeah. everywhere and make agreements all over the world are now forced in some sort of pattern that we are, yeah, as your communism can, be, it sounds like communism. Uh, they Cli are climate, climate communism. Climate communism. <laughs> climate communism. So what are you going to have? Disease X plus some unproven and bogus scientific consensus that we're destroying the planet. That's how they swoop in and take away everything that matters to you, bit by bit. It's by making your ammo a privilege, not a right. It's a privilege to go by that. Here's your tax. Peter Sweden. We are going to Sweden to talk about what this country has done to scrap the UN's Agenda 2030 goals. They're saying done, tapping out, and it's beautiful. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.